The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Beatlemaniacs. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. The year was the 1960s. The electric guitar had been around for years, but nobody had thought to plug it in. Until the Beatles, that is. The Beatles were a group of mop-topped young lads from the quiet suburb of Liverpool, famous for being the home of the Beatles. These young lads had mop-tops on their heads. Then they decided to write songs. Their first album, The Beatles Go Electric, was an international smash hit that went to number one on the charts. All it took was a guitar and a smash hit song to make the Beatles go to the top of those famous charts. And on the charts is where they stayed. These well-known Beatles were seemingly everywhere in the 60s. You could find them in big stadiums, in yellow submarines, and even on the charts. One time, they even walked across a road, which was taboo in England (laughs) at the time, because the Queen said everyone should drive cars all the time. Maybe you have seen the famous Beatles uh, from their classic album cover, where John, Paul, George, Ringo, Pete, and Don are all smashed into the backseat of a Volkswagen Beetle, which the Queen named in their honor. However, they decided to stop making music because the 60s ended. (laughs) These little-known lads from Liverpool are about to have their big break, because this is Beetle Maniacs, the most groovy journey into Beetle culture this side of Liverpool City way across the pond. My name is Cromwell Starr, and today, for our very first episode, I am joined by two of the world's best Beatleologists, Russ Lennon and Peter Bitch. Russ, are you as excited to talk Beatles as I am today? Uh, I think we could say that this is uh, Beatlemania. Oh. oh, yeah, I guess it is, huh? Didn't really answer the question, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's doing his best John Lennon impression because that's what Lennon used to say. Like, oh, it's Beatlemania, isn't it? Eh? It's Beatlemania. <laughs> yeah, so Peter, it's, you, it sounds I mean, like he's right in the to... room with us. I'm, I wish. Hello. Oh, is that Peter? Is that how you talk? No, I talk normal. I was just every, when you talk about the Beatles, you slip into it, you know? Well, it's what John would have wanted. Like, oh, I, I think. We started so, the Beatles too. so that we could make everyone talk British like this, you know? That was the dream at oh, first. And we, we started writing songs to promote the accent, you know? I liked it when... that. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't, I'm not as good as it is, you guys. I quite like the Beatles. I'm a Beatles fan. It's a bit... It, with the, uh, it's a Beatles, in it? No, sorry. <clears throat> hold on. I'll get there. Just keep going. So, uh, 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 Peter, how are you feeling? Well, I feel I feel good. Um, I'm happy to be here, get a little time away from the family, and uh, hang out with you guys and talk about the Beatles. You know, get away from my you know dreary music historian professor and your co- beautiful and wife that you hunted for so long for a woman named Lucy. Well, yeah, I did. Well, I wouldn't call it hunting. You don't really hunt women. I mean, you could, but you wouldn't want to. It's it's very taboo. I mean, I had to hunt for a woman named Sadie. I, I, can we uh, start over? I feel like I've messed up like three or four times and talked about hunting women, and I can't do it. You know what? Never mind. I'll, we'll just cut it out, right? Well, we can just pivot to some trivia. Like, did you know that Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was named that because that was uh, John Lennon's favorite suit to play in poker? 
If he had no, a hand diamond. of just spades, he would fold it, even if he had some good cards. He was playing Dang. He was playing cards while he was on LSD, and he thought of the, the track. Well, it was actually the Beatles had their own type of cards that they played with each other. It was a, it was a very unique game in that only the members of the Beatles knew how to play. <laughs> they called it Beatles Poker. And what they would do is they would gather around this big green like felt classic style poker table right and everybody could draw everybody could bring their own deck of cards everybody could draw as many cards as they wanted and every beetle had their own suit uh you know with the famous diamonds that he liked and you know ringo was a fan of the clubs you know and then the other two they like the other two ones so that settles that. But nobody knew the rules to Beatles poker. And when the media would ask about it, they'd flip off. You know, they'd say, flip you, go flip yourself, stuff like that. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because they wrote that song Beatles poker and the lyrics were like, they were like, you know, let's play Beatles poker. Let's all draw some cards. And like the fans heard that and they're like, what the fuck are they talking yeah. about? What the fuck is this shit? We don't shit? What know the, the fuck exact is Beatles rules. Poker? But That's the what it was, people, people that were close to the Beatles, including ex-Beatle Pete Best, has said on record that it, he said it was just war. He said they just play war. Sometimes it was go fish. He said the rules well, were they, constantly changing, but they called it they Beatles They had poker. that notebook. I think it was Ringo was in charge of the notebook, and Ringo would dock down everybody's score at the end of the game, and it was like a running score. And even when there was like, you know, when we talk about the 70s Beatles and when they kind of, you know, progress and their musical styles vary, um, that really was the one thing keeping the Beatles together is nobody wanted to leave the Beatles because no one wanted, you know, the games were so close and so heated that if you quit the Beatles, you wouldn't be able to play Beatles poker anymore. That was rule number yeah, and one. And the other thing is um, there's a... a a popular, I think fairly credible theory that the reason John Lennon killed himself is because he was in so much debt in Beatles poker. He's like, well, oh, everyone knows that he had, debt. I mean, they all owed each other stuff. George Harrison was famously missing his ring finger and that's because John ate it after he won it in Beatles yeah. poker. Yeah, they would they would make very, very bizarre bets that involve their own body parts, their own body fluids. Um, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm British and I'm going to eat a finger pie. And then he ate it. And then he wrote the song Finger Pie. Well, uh, it. Finger it, Pie, think- it translates it to actual American English, but it was originally called Finger Bram. Um, there was uh, uh, a very uh, memorial, uh, memorable um, night of Beatles poker. I think it was in 63. And that's when, you know, the, the stakes of it haven't been disclosed or whatever. But because of that game, uh, George Harrison actually had to kiss Ringo Starr on the lips before bed every night for the rest of his life. And, you know, they're still like salty old guys just... And then, they, and then, uh, you know, Ringo goes to bed. Like that's these rules are ironclad of Beatles poker. Now, like Paul McCartney, maybe we should talk about McCartney a little. We've been talking about Lennon. Uh, Paul McCartney, he was famously known as the fifth Beatle because he was uh, the most popular. So he got to have the highest number of Beatles. He actually started a band called Wings, yeah. which were much more popular than the Beatles were. And um, the Beatles were, are considered a bit underrated. Um, and I, I, they have a bit of a cult following now, clearly from us. But it was an homage, homage. People, people were all about wings. Yeah, but the wings were referring to the Beatles, the Beatles that had wings. And he said that the wings is just a part of the Beatle. 
you know. Oh, yeah, I get it. That's why George Harrison started a group called The Legs. The Legs, and, The Thorax. Uh, I think Ringo... Yeah, that was Ringo Starr's project, The Ringo Thorax. Ringo did, yeah. uh, did, like, it was like a, a, a post-punk band called The Thorax, um, you know. And, and you know, the, the sales on these weren't exceptional, but it still counts in the, you know, canon, in the lexicon of, you know, Beatles history. Um. I was hoping to share an uh, 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 interesting piece of research that we've been talking about, uh, about something that people don't know uh, about the Beatles. Um, well, except us, we know. Well, yes, I mean, but, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the Beatles and everyone always kind of goes for the same stuff, right? You know, John gets shot, you know, Paul makes... Well, he killed himself. Well, but, we'll, okay. we'll see, because I actually... Te- I, I own a piece of history. I te- I own the handgun that uh, you know Mark David Furman shot uh, John Lennon with, and I've looked. Well, they never found the they never found who did it. That's why I think he killed. Well, him no, so. yeah, I have the gun, and you can see from the gun that it's impossible that John Lennon was shot by this gun. Which you know I have it with me. I'll bring it out. And we can play with it later. But um, I wanted to talk about you know some of the instances that happened before his death in 1980. Um, I take it you are all familiar with the Beatles rap album. Oh, of course. You mean Yo? Yo. Yes. By the rap and Beatles? The name of the... The best album they ever made. Well, yeah. I mean, it it had a hundred different songs. Um, they changed the name of it. You know, there was still the Beatles, but they, they released it under the artist name, the Rapping Beatles. And um, the whole thing was John Lennon's kind of passion project in which he wanted to make a rap album that drew attention to the national debt. He was very, very against America's rising debt. And he said stuff about China and all this. And he gave lots of interviews to talk about, hey, you know, we can't have this debt. You know, uh, we got we got to we got to start making a surplus on the tax policy. And Yo (laughs) was the fruits of that efforts. As we all know, in 1980, hip hop was still young and the Beatles really were trailblazers in the field and they do not get credit for that. (laughs) There's a famous conversation that took place uh, that kind of conceptualized this album where uh, John Lennon from the Beatles, he got on the phone with uh, Paul McCartney from the Beatles, and he said, Paul, it's John from the Beatles. I want to make another Beatles record. <laughs> and Paul was like, oh, John, I don't feel like playing my me guitar anymore. And he's like, you don't need to play your guitar. We're going to rap on this one. And then uh, George <laughs> and came in. That was history. And he said, I'm learning how to play a big banjo with Rolfi Shankar. And on the album, I'd like to rap about doing LSD and living in Wembley Arena. <laughs> oh, that's where they lived, actually, because they were so rich. They bought Oh, well, you know, the, the opening lines of Yo! is, you know, it's uh, John coming in over a very, like, chill, <laughs> like, a, like a lo-fi chill beats to study to. And, you know, the first lines are, hey, pretty lady, it is nice to see you. My name is The Beatles and I live in Wembley Arena. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's varying tracks. There's over a hundred tracks on the album, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's very impressive, especially for being the first rap group. And uh, simultaneously, they alone invented the genre. Uh, but you have songs like "Mr. Dogcatcher" with lyrics <laughs> like "Mr. Dogcatcher takes off his shirt, gotta wrestle that schnauzer, put him deep in the dirt." <laughs> Mr. Dogcatcher chasing ladies too, always missing a shirt or one of his shoes. Well, he's having a laugh while he's having a laugh. 
Yeah, um, we actually have a clip um, from one of the unreleased tracks off the album. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure the technical aspects of it. Um, uh, here, it should be playing now. Yo, it's the Beatles. We got something new. Oh, uh, rappers now. Isn't that right, John? It's the B-E-A-T-L-E rap. You can move your hands like clap, clap, clap. They call us the Beatles. We invented the beat. Now you can do your dance on Abbey Road Street. It's the B-E-A-T-L-E rap. You can move your hands like clap, clap, clap. They call us the Beatles. We invented the beat. Now you can do your dance on Abbey Road Street. My name's John Lennon, the genius of the Beatles. I write the best songs and I love to eat my meals. I might sound like lemon, but I prefer lime. Have one with my gin when I have a good time. So lad with the specs, and you can see that. Cause we make the fresh beats with the fresh hi-hat. Cause I am the walrus, remember that joint? Well now we're doing rap, and that is my point. Songs you don't sing, you just kinda yap. Now let's do this thing that we all call rap. Yeah, we're the Beatles, and we got the beats. Coming down Abbey Road with our shoes on our feet. Well, okay, Paul. He likes to party, and that's why his name is Paul McCartney. One of us plays while the other one sings. It's a shame I'll be shot and can't join wings. Then you got George, he's in lots of fun. He looks like a Paul and I had a son. He loves his bass and his nice mustache. He gets the grooves going like the way we get cash. Ringo was the last one, he's alive, of course. But I'm all out of time for my remorse. It's the B-E-A-T-L-E rap. You can move your hands like clap, clap, clap. They call us the Beatles, we invented the beat. Now you can do your dance on Abbey Road Street My name's Paul McSee, all the ladies love me I got a brand new dance cause I'm rocking to the beat Sucker MCs, don't talk to me Cause I'm controlling the mic, so fancy free I play the bass and I like to dance I got a new style so I sag my pants I'm looking real fresh in my baseball cap While these sucker MCs all dress so whack From Abbey Road to Brooklyn Town The Beatles are here to break it down See it goes like this, there's a fresh new sound Now spin that record Around and round We played them the track in Liverpool They didn't understand when we called it old school It's the B-E-A-T-L-E beat Now get off the chair and on your feet I'm George Harrison and I invented rap It just came to me with a snap and a clap You got the low drums and you got the hi-hat It makes you wanna dance and clap And it's okay to wrong clap and clap Because rap is fun And that is that So don't be shy, make your hands clap Because the rapping Beatles wanna hear you clap when it comes to most famous, on number three, I sit in the back seat, just Ringo and me. He locks playing drums and he locks Tai Chi. In a couple of years, we're gonna try LSD. We flew across a pond, and by pond we mean sea. Just some Liverpool lads on the Sullivan's TV. We're the rapping Beatles, so take your hands and clap. Because we are rapping and we wanna hear you clap. I'm George Harrison, and I'm here to say, you should listen to what Ringo has to say. I'm Beatle number four, check the lingo. I'm a big star, my name is Ringo. I hope everybody can catch the beat It's the B-E-A-T-L-E rap You can move your hands like clap, clap, clap They call us the Beatles, we invented the beat Now you can do your dance on Abbey Road Street It's the B-E-A-T-L-E rap You can move your hands like clap, clap, clap They call us the Beatles, we invented the beat Now you can do your dance on Abbey Road Street We're rappers now, isn't that right, John? We're rappers now